0: Now available on Drive-Thru RPG the Iron Realm Dungeon Arena, and Maze Master's Guide. It's the sixth book in the Maze Master series, and it builds upon the Maze Master's books that have come before Take this offering, get the maps you need, the rules for Dungeon Arena, a bonus Gladiator's Guide, and the very first podcast of the series. All of this is ready and waiting for you, for less than you've ever imagined. Available now to you. Partake of a whole new way to play, an advanced way to play, the Iron Realm. (laughs) I'll see you in the arena of Oculara. Travelers of the maze, have you heard the Iron Realm bonus cast at patreon.com slash the Iron Realm? Well, if you haven't, I've put together a special bonus for you tonight. An excerpt from the upcoming Iron Realm bonus cast. So don't switch the podcast off at the end of this episode. For beyond that ending, get a taste of that podcast for your enjoyment. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the realm. I am with you in the light and the dark.
1: The following podcast is intended for adult audiences. Listener discretion
0: is advised. The Iron Realm, Chapter 105 Trapped even though the body of Tormeus had been, at last, dragged out into the hall and the remains of their enemies, too. All of them were badly crowded inside, each of them having only a few square feet. The blankets were out, so the full chill of the floor was spared them, but the room itself was still frigid, and it was hard to take each other's heat, because most were in their armor now, chain and full plate which did not warm to the touch. Even so, the healers had confirmed the recovery of their wounded now, enough of a recovery to travel, and all of them were well ready to depart this hole, with the dwarves working to pass the ropes from hand to hand in preparation for the next leg of their journey and their search for the Unicorn the groomer could set could be true, that Hirin was in the domain of the goblins. Indeed, from what the Unime had told them of their father, it could be believed that he was imprisoned there now, in their power. But for what purpose? How the goblins had held the unicorn was unclear, since Hirin was known to have the power of teleportation. Yet the stallion had not returned to his mate, or. To his daughters. The dungeon wives had told them that the Groomark was all-knowing. They had paid a high cost to learn the unicorn's location. To this point, Solas, who had met the Groomark in his domain, had been able to say a little more, heavy still, in his despair. And so there was nothing else but to investigate this lead, even if it could lead to their destruction. And this chance was real, as every one of them knew. But even then, as Nora made her way to the door and reached out for the knob, Lilena's voice came to her, and it was telling her to stop. All of them became silent, and then they could hear what she had heard. It was the sound of scuttling in the hall, in numbers, come to claim the bodies of their dead. A relentless threat had come, and they were trapped. Down in the hole. Deep in the bowels of Alpha One. Is there any escape, travelers? Is there... there is, it may be told to you on this, the 105th chapter of the Iron Realm, and I pray to all you legendary powers, stand beside us, one and all, stand beside our tribe, help us. The Iron Realm. Copyright A.B. Lenzo is an original dark fantasy delve into an infinite maze of stone. Find the Iron Realm at theironrealm.blogspot.com and on Apple Podcasts with even more bonus content to be found at patreon.com slash theironrealm. Travel all of you well in the maze for I, your Maze Master, am with you In the light, and in the dark. Tribal Matters It is middle day of the twelfth day of Sakaris, approximately 4pm. When Lilena warns Everyone. of an intruder in the hall, the group has secured themselves in Room 6 of Alpha 1, which is located at Position 2118-2219. For a completed stretch of uninterrupted rest, I've decided to award a single life point to every wounded member of the tribe, in particular, Amazar marks and Paola, which means that every member of the tribe is now at full. The Sword of Heaven and the Handmaiden of Aphrodite are both at the ready with their powers available, and Nor's Horn is capable of a three point healing event as well. Further, the following magic spells are at the ready Kaylana, Mystic Missile, times two, Amazar, Door Denial, Lilena, Illumination, Len, hands of healing, times two, and Twyla, hands of healing. Because it is middle day, I'm going to rule that each member of the tribe is dressed in armor. Although it is worth noting that neither of the twins has any weapons, which are, at the moment, held by Orson. And so to list them explicitly, Orson currently has possession of the following. The white light dagger, plus one plus one, Two swords, eleven ordinary daggers, two daggers each coated with cobra poison, one dagger coated with pit viper poison, two silver daggers, and two crossbows with a total of 29 quarrels. During Chapter 104, the group is known to be huddling as quietly as possible in the dark, with a monster in the halls approaching. I determine now the threat's exact location, as detailed in the Iron Realm Creature Creation and the Maze Master's Guide. Two dice for distance, 40 feet, coming from the east or the west, and so I place it at position 2420. Hmm, I'm going to expect that the creature has been lured by the blood that was spilled during the prior combat the tribe waits for a great long time listening as the sounds of it scuttling in the hall reach their ears through the wooden door whatever it's doing out there i'll say that as time winds on it will randomly take the turn to the north or to the west which would spare the tribe if this is so and the rule The creature in the hall does not approach the door, perhaps because there was no blood spilled that way. Eventually, the sounds of scuttling fade into the distance, and by 5 o'clock p.m., the tribe feels safe enough to emerge. There was no encounter, and so I will award no level points. But what I will do is verify that the tribe has taken food and water this day, which leaves them with 23 days of food remaining and 6 days of water. Tani had given the option of leading the tribe to the Hosanika Lair, room number 27, but after further consideration, the tribe decides, especially with the news of a coming war, that this detour is probably more of a risk than it's worth. Better to focus, perhaps, on the task at hand, getting into the goblin domain and out again as quickly as possible with a unicorn. Their new target, room number three, the moss lichen room, at position 4014, 19. If they can reach it, the tribe can camp again, and Amazar, making ready at last to plunge through the teleport crystal the moment that this is possible. This time, I've set up the marching order as follows. Stockholm and Brevik in the front, followed by Kana and Bardar, followed by Kaylana and Len, followed by Amazar and Solis, and then Tani and Lelena. next, Temek and Nim, then Nora and Twyla, followed by Marks and Thora with Orson and Paola bringing up the rear. No lights are lit. The group endeavors to travel in the dark with the train stretching a full five squares and with Lelena ready to cast illumination should they need a light in the dark. Of course, with Stockholm and Brevik leading, they have full dark vision and a rope is stretched as usual from the front to the back in order to aid those who do not have the ability to see in the dark. Most of the group now wear plate mail armor, with their movement now being only 30 feet, though this can be an advantage too, should they run into any threats, for plate is indeed the strongest of all the commonly encountered armors. Starting at 5 o'clock, I'm tracing the quickest route to the moss-lichen room And, of course, rolling for creatures along the way. By 610, a threat is indicated. And I'm marking the front of their train at position 3113. It is the center of a crossway. And let's find the direction from which the threat is coming. I'll roll an eight-sided die for this, for indeed, the direction could be any of the Cardinal four. Oh, interesting. It appears to be coming from the north of them. Two more dice for distance, I'll need a more specific location. A six, and it's 60 feet away. I'm going to say that this thing, whatever it is, is either inside the embalming chamber, or locked away in the caged passage to the north, or else yet to come through room number 28's eastern door. A d6 will reveal the truth. And yes, whatever the being is, is indeed inside the embalming chamber. Soon to approach the tribe, through the secret door, or perhaps the door in the southwestern corner. Some listen checks for the elves. And yes, I'll say Lelena hears, if there's anything to hear.
1: Quiet, everyone.
0: Let's consult the charts. Oh... And the dice show gnomes. Seems they've slipped into the embalming chamber, perhaps pleased, in an opportunity to launch an attack against the unwary. I'll say they're coming through the secret door. But are they aware of the tribe? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! They are not. They are going to be wandering in, unaware. And as the gnomes come through, a surprise check for the gnomes. Gnomes. Although the gnomes were caught unawares, they are not surprised. Looks like just three gnomes in all. The one in the front holding a war hammer. But what will they do when they see the tribe? Let's first roll the initiative. The gnomes? A six! And the tribe? Another six! The gnomes realize quickly that any attack would be foolish and I'm going to say there's a very good chance that they're inclined to be friendly since gnomes are generally on very good terms with dwarves. Let's make it a 60% chance. And failing this, the gnomes are likely to flee. Oh, just barely. It seems the gnomes were ready to slip back through the secret door, although Stockholm calls to them and requests their help instead.
1: Stay a while, brothers, says Stockholm. Please.
0: We've heard that there is a war coming, and we can truly use your help. The tribe has not always had good luck with gnomes before, and it is possible that these gnomes have heard the tale. A 50% chance determined now. A nat one? No, these gnomes are fully unaware of the troubles that Stockholm's allies have had with their kind before. Stockholm is speaking to them in their language, and because gnomes tend to like dwarves too, I'm erasing any penalty for the reaction, check. I'm rolling the dice, an eight. This is not too bad, and the leader of the gnomes identifies himself as Holyander. A dwarf in the maze, says Holyander. I'm sorry, bearded father, but I thought your kind was extinct. Seems there are a few of us left, says Stockholm.
1: Though I'll admit, you gnomes are a rare sight in Alpha One as well.
0: So true, says Holyander. That's because our kind has retreated, and the only reason we're here is to learn what we can about the Goblin King's plans.
1: That's right, the war, says Stockholm. I've heard your kingdom is one of the eight, reached only by going through the teleport crystal, although, he continues, I've heard that the way through is a carefully guarded secret.
0: Holyander pauses at this pronouncement, looking amongst his fellows, a female and a male. They consider somewhat uneasily, before replying again, unsure if they should even tell a dwarf anything about their hidden kingdom. Here's another roll. An eight! Seems the gnomes aren't fully put off, but they do continue the conversation, cautiously. The others of the tribe listen intently, although the language of the gnomes is not known to them, Brevik, who is alongside Stockholm, understands what's being said well enough. Well, we're about to go through the crystal, says Brevik to the gnomes. In fact, we're headed into the Goblin's Domain in order to bring out a powerful ally. And so, we would really appreciate it if you could help us in any way. Or at least if you can't, then don't use the crystal so that its power can be ours when we jump. This is a somewhat indelicate way of putting things, but I suppose that Brevik couldn't bother to keep his mouth shut. I'm making the final reaction check now with a minus one due to Brevik's below-average charisma. (laughs) That's an eleven dropped down to a ten, and that's plenty enough to gain the gnome's favor. I like you, friend, says Hollyander. What was your name, Brevik, you said? I appreciate a dwarf who speaks his mind. I feel we can trust you. Come join us inside, and we'll talk for a while. And we'll let you know what we've heard of the war, and tell you everything about the Teleport Crystal, too. That's 30 level points for the gnomes, in an unexpected and hopefully advantageous encounter for Stockholm, Brevik, and the tribe of Nora. With this, the secret door is held fully open, and the gnomes enter, with the dwarves following after, leading their friends inside. Real role play. The Gnomes welcomed them inside and, once the secret door was sealed, Lelena summoned up a light for their gathering, and the chamber was shown to be filled with hundreds of jars, some empty, but most filled with noxious liquids and the internal organs of once living creatures. Some jars, as the more inquisitive amongst them would find, had full creatures drowned within, rats, lizards, and one had, morbidly, a pair of pixies submerged inside, their eyes still open as they bobbed in the yellow fluid. Under one of the long tables, a pair of dead goblins had been stowed, slain through their hearts with unusual implements probably meant for torture by the looks of them. What is this place? said Stockholm.
1: Polyander, tell me. Is this the work of the gnomes?
0: I haven't the faintest what it is, said the gnomish man. And if you mean the embalming no, that wasn't us who did it. We found some goblins here, but we took care of them. There were more of us before that, but we're the last three to survive. You were right before... We're planning to return home to the Gnomish Kingdom. Some call it Beta-1, but we call it Thessalandia. We've learned a great deal about the Goblin's movements, and we've learned that the King has learned the incantation needed to reach our home, too. It's up to us to warn our Queen, the Good Lady Honeysuckle, of the danger we're in. We would welcome your escort, Stockholm and friends, for we could truly use your help and we would be pleased to help you, in our own way, with your mission, if we can. Stockholm gave it some consideration before replying, summoning Kaylana and Amazar forward, and Lelaina. We
1: would be pleased for the help, I think, said the dwarf as he
0: stroked his braided black
1: beard. We need to know more about the teleport crystal, if we can begin with that. It's our belief that it can only be used once each day, that being the time it takes to recharge. We haven't used it yet, but our wizards know a spell to open the way it will. Even so, he
0: said, putting his stern black eyes upon Hollyander. Anything more you can tell us about the way the crystal works would be of great use to us. Well, Hollyander began, tilting his head to one side. The teleport crystal does recharge on its own over time, but you can charge it faster if you have an energy spell to offer it." The red-cheeked man indicated Lilena's creation above their heads and said, "...something simple like this would suffice. Our cleric, Brina, has a similar magic at her disposal, and used with our usual incantation, reaching Thessalandia should be very simple." "...should be?" asked Stockholm. "...well, coming to that," said Hollyander, apologetically. Seems the incantation's been changed, from the other end. We've tried several times to get back, but we can't. The way is locked. But you have your own means, is that so, Father Stockholm? And you would help us, wouldn't you? We have an alliance now, I'd say. Let's consider it a sign of friendship between our peoples." Stockholm smiled and de did, and they looked upon the spellcasters of their group, Making this concession would cost them valuable time, and there wasn't any guarantee that Always Open would allow the gnomes to return home. Even so, the opportunity to see the gnomes work the teleport crystal was, of itself, a chance that could not be allowed to slip by. So let it be so, said Amazar, speaking confidently. I have no doubt that we may find our uses for one another. At this pronouncement, the gnomes were pleased, shaking Stockholm's (laughs) hand, and the wizards, too, smiling and nodding their agreement. Two years in the making, the largest volume yet, the Iron Realm Solitaire Treasure Trove, and Maze Masters Guide is a staggering 220 pages, exploding with all the inspiration you need to launch an unparalleled search for the greatest treasures of all time. A must have for every serious fan of classic RPGs, within your grasp now, mere inches from your very hands, the Iron Realm Solitaire Treasure Trove and Maze Masters Guide. Specifically designed for the Iron Realm, yet replete with hundreds of spectacular treasures to inspire any RPG campaign, the Iron Realm Solitaire Treasure Trove and Maze Master's Guide covers coins and currency, including exotic options for trade, my personal favorite, skulls. Discover and create gems and jewelry like you never have before, with revelations on greater gems and a legendary jewelry too. The like of which caused kingdoms to rise and fall by their brilliance. Special items are not thought of as treasure, yet sometimes the least obvious can lead to the greatest payout and unique awards turn the entire idea of rewards upon its head using memories alliances honor and prophecy as the strangest and perhaps the most valuable treasures of them all so much More than the hollow lists and numbers that are given under inferior RPG systems. The Iron Realm goes far beyond by teaching you how to customize and create your own treasures, including coveted relics and magic items. Tell their histories, reveal their secret powers, and despair (laughs) under their deadly curses. Potions, swords, herbs, keys, tomes, scrolls, crystals, staves, forbidden technologies, exquisite metals, and so much more. The Iron Realm treasure trove and mace master's guide gives you everything you need in order to realize the fevered avarice of King Midas himself. Finally, there is a gallery of treasures with a number of fine finds that are ready to drop into your own campaign, including famous relics from the show, complete with detailed profiles, epic histories, and a full accounting of their true value. Plus, 20 bonus gaming aids to inspire your craft every step of the way while you aspire to open every last safe box vault and treasure chest that you can find in the countless layers of the endless maze. So crack the lock, discover the treasure, fill your sacks to overflowing. The greatest treasures of the Iron Realm are yours. Now, if only you can escape alive!
1: The Iron Realm, Solitaire, Treasure Trove, and Maze Master's Guide on Drive-Thru RPG by searching on the Iron Realm with your adult settings enabled. Take this offering plus the others in the Maze Master series in order to inject a blast of limitless power into your own RPG campaign. I thank you, one and all, for your legendary bravery, your courage, and your continued support of.
0: Secrets of the Maze Master, Maze Master, Maze Master. Sometimes there is a need for a spellcaster to attempt a creative casting. And some details of this I will describe for you tonight. There are some spells that are very easy for a caster, such as a wizard or an elf, to execute. For example, any spell in his or her spell book, whose spell level is within the ability of that caster and which has already been memorized. Additionally, a spell can be cast directly off of a magic scroll and one learned in the ways of magic can do this automatically too, which will result in the ultimate destruction of the scroll when the power is released. A page out of a wizard or elf's spellbook can be treated as a scroll if desired, allowing that caster quick access to a spell that has not been memorized Although the consequence of this is the destruction of that page and the loss of the spell, and so such an option should never be taken lightly. There are times, too, when the casting of a spell can be attempted, but the maze master determines it to be in no way as certain as those examples given thus far. You'll recall that Amazar succeeded in copying the incantation of the Grumark word for word in order to cast, Always Open, a powerful effect of the 6th spell level. Because he was merely copying what he heard, and because of his deep experience in the ways of magic, I determined that he should, in this case, have a chance. And so this was a check versus his intelligence. But Amazar would normally have no chance at all to cast such a powerful spell. Indeed, it would take a wizard of character level 12 in order to accomplish the task. 10 levels higher than Amazon's character level of two at the time. So, for those 10 levels, I signed a minus 10 penalty, with a very low roll, still bringing success. The wizard estimates that he can repeat this victory in order to manipulate the magics of the teleport crystal. And because always Open is spell level 6, he will assuredly need help in order to memorize and cast it. I'll be building upon the rules given here in a future segment, and I can guarantee the challenge will be more complex than this. 20 p.m. on the twelfth day of Sakaris. The group has joined the gnomes in the embalming chamber, room 28 of Alpha 1, at position 28-9, 33-11. I'm marking it down that Elena has just expended her spell, Illumination, lighting the way for her allies and for the gnomes as they close themselves inside behind the secret door. The gnomes are each a bit smaller than dwarves, being between three and a half feet tall and three foot ten, with the one assumed to be their leader, called Halyander, holding a hammer, and also a female gnome named Brina and a male gnome named Mixman. Both the males have long beards and twinkling eyes, whilst every one of them has a rounder form and rosy cheeks. They smile for the new friends that they have made, discussing the details of the teleport crystal, and what they know also of the war that is coming to Alpha One. It is the contested zone, says Hollyander. whoever controls it will take over the rest of the kingdoms. We gnomes come from Thessalandia, and the intelligence we've gathered tells that the Goblin King has now gained the incantation needed to get to our home. We need to get back and warn the queen, he tells Stockholm and the others. And after some consideration, Amazar and the wizards and elves agree to attempt a use of always open against the crystal in order to open a way to Beta-1, the gnomish kingdom. For it seems that these gnomes no longer have the needed incantation to get home. According to Halleander, something has changed, and without the help of the tribe of Nora, the gnomes won't be able to return home, for the path to the gnomish homeland has been locked out from the other side. During the negotiation, Amazar is given a map of Beta-1, as well as the incantation that Halleander knows for returning there offered as a sign of trust, even if it is no longer working. The tribe is going to search the embalming chamber for anything of use. I've rolled the dice, and morbidly, a few items are found here. Some livers from an unknown creature, which are still fresh enough to consume, and could be edible, therefore taken by the tribe to be used as a future meal. I'm gonna call it, plus two days of food in all. And these livers are stored in glass jars. Probably each member of the tribe has one or two in their backpacks. Because the gnomes were inside this room, I'm going to count it as if it was their lair. That means they're likely to have quite some interesting treasure. Let's see what it is. A 20% chance for copper. No, 30% chance for silver. No. 10% for Electrum. Yes. The gnomes have quite a bit. 3000 Electrum. A 25% chance for Gems. There are none. A 25% chance for Jewelry. No Jewelry either. And a 10% chance for Relics or Magic Items. And no. None are found. Still, that's a pretty nice haul of Electrum. I'm going to say that the gnomes have hidden the sacks in the caged area to the north, having killed off a few goblins in order to get it while they've been in Alpha-1. Each of the gnomes takes one of the sacks, and I'll say the group stays only another 20 minutes or so in this room, or no. Maybe 40, let us say that they take some time in their discussion of the war, including a new warlord to the scene, Reginald Smarks, the Kobold Commander, and details about the Gnomish homeland, the sharing of information on maps and of course a strategy for using the teleport crystal so at 7 pm the group is ready to go and i'm going to declare that the marching order is the same as before with one exception hollyander brina and mixman are at the front with hollyander and brina side by side and mixman just behind and the rest of the tribe of nora coming up behind in the order that I stipulated before. They're going to continue to the moss lichen room as originally planned. Indeed, those arcane amongst them are going to need the time in order to memorize certain spells, including a group effort to memorize always open, and also decide finally if they should prioritize the gnome's journey home or ask the gnomes to come with them. And help with the rescue of the unicorn. Starting at 7 p.m., it seems it might be just a short journey to the moss lichen room, But we shall see, shan't we? Lilena's illumination is still good for another 40 minutes, so I'll say they're making use of this light as they go. Until 7:20, the first roaming creatures check. The worst is avoided. Let's have another check, as the light begins to fade, the gnomes have brought them unerringly to position 3816, the crossroads, at the moss lichen room, and it is here that Lelena's light ultimately fades, but one more roll, we'll see them inside, a four, and I'm going to close it here, the moss lichen room. Is unoccupied, and soon the dwarves and the gnomes and the halflings and the humans and the elves are quickly inside. You have been listening to the Iron Realm. If you would like to show your appreciation and support new episodes of the Iron Realm, visit Patreon.com/TheIronRealm and be you rewarded. Finally, tell your friends and spread the word about the world's first play by podcast RPG audio drama. Your fellow travelers and your maze master, thank you. From the eternal depths of the Iron Realm. I have been your maze master, Abel Enzo. Remember play hard or go home. Iron Rail! Good night, everyone. Abel Enzo, by my might and by the will of the legendary powers, may my voice penetrate the void, may my voice break the dimensional barrier, may my voice reach you across space, across time. I am coming to you, travelers, from the last realm, the Iron Round, and this is the Iron Round Bonescast. Ha, ha 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 ha! I've done it! Ha 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 ha! My voice is free. My voice is free. Travelers and Patrons, I welcome you, and I have come to you now with news. A project of mine I've been awaiting for quite some time. The Iron Realm Arena. Perhaps you've heard tell of it. Perhaps you've read some slight mention of it upon the Patreon page. But now, I've decided it is at last time. I'm so excited, and I can't wait to share what I have so far with you. Where the Iron Realm podcast leaves off, the Iron Realm Arena, a whole new podcast for patrons, begins. And this game will be quite a bit different from the Character 8 campaign that you may have played, and indeed, somewhat different too, than the Dungeon Delve you may have pursued, using the Maze Master series for the Iron Realm Arena, is focused on play with miniatures, a series of contests and battles strung together, fought in the realm of Oculara, a never-before-seen environment deep in the Iron Realm. I'm contemplating some all-new characters that will be featured in the roleplay. play for each episode. Although you, the player, will be creating your own unique tribe, not limited to just one player anymore, you will instead command for a leader, a defender, a specialist, and a scout. And there will be a great deal of flexibility within these roles. Bring your wizards, bring your clerics and your fighters, and your dwarves, your halflings, bring your Unime, your Xerum, and your gnomes. For they shall band together in what shall be known as an arena tribe, held captive and played against vicious and deadly foes in the arena by a terrifying being. With godlike abilities, the indomitable Lord of Eyes. More to see, my friends. <laughs> so much more to see, experience, and play through the realm of Oculara in the Iron Realm. you a little more of what I've got for the Iron Realm Arena. But first, I'd love to take a moment to mention a big thank you for John Merle Holes, a king amongst the legendary powers of the realm who has showcased the Iron Realm Character 8 campaign at this year's 2021 Pax West. A number of players showed interest and John Merle Holes Taraka Dark definitely went over the top utilizing customized player packs and a special version as well of the Iron Realm Adventure for chapters 14 and 15. There are some pictures on Patreon, so take a look for yourself. John's custom player packs are downloadable too, so search the Onyx Vault and find them as well. I wonder if they'd come in handy for your own games multiplayer and otherwise so thank you john you bring honor onto the iron realm You travelers to march alongside us new allies to help us push back the Dummy wish so a couple more notes for all of you on the iron realm arena i'll tell you where i currently am with the project and it is called the iron realm solitaire dungeon arena and maze masters Guide With the cover of the book already revealed, an attractive, topless warrior standing off against a Tyrannosaurus Rex. The arena can appear as a classic dungeon chamber of enormous size, or it can appear as an environment pulled from deep within the mind of one of the combatants by the Lord of Ice. A highly psionic and terrifying being who is determined to battle his charges against foes for the entertainment of its kingdom. Inside the book, some interesting things, too. An introduction to this new gaming experience is given. And an overview, too, about how it connects to former books in the Maze Masters series. In particular, the Iron Realm Solitaire Dungeon Arena and Mace Master's Guide is the sixth book in the Mace Master series, being perhaps somewhat unique in that it opens up a whole new method of play, battling monsters, tracking contests one at a time, and finding a way with miniatures to fight your own Dungeon Arena campaign. I would say that the foundation of the game is quite a bit similar to the dungeon delves you might have played already using the Iron Realm Solitaire dungeon design and Maze Master's Guide. But there are a number of changes, too, and so the changes, whilst drawing from the basic combat rules in the Iron Realm Solitaire creature creation and Maze Master's Guide, are unique to the arena setting. Another element that's fun is collecting the exact miniatures you desire for fighting your own arena battles. And it's probably pretty essential to have at least the four members of your arena tribe represented. And perhaps you can get by in the beginning by substituting buttons or coins for some of their adversaries and foes. But the invitation to draw upon your miniatures collection is enticing indeed. And I'll be providing the maps you need in this book that you may print out on your own. Finally, what's truly unique is that each arena battle will be represented by its own podcast. Run the podcast, and while you listen, simulate the combat using your newly acquired maps and your own carefully curated miniatures to play out the battle and determine the victory! Or the deaths of your character's arena tribe. Oh, so much coming together for the Iron Realm at this time. Keep your eyes open for more from the Iron Realm Arena. Join me in this new exploration and take your Iron Realm journey to all new heights. A whole new way to play and let me know how it's going for you. This will truly be the greatest Iron Realm adventure yet. Now available on DriveThruRPG, the Iron Realm Dungeon Arena, and Maze Master's Guide. It's the sixth book in the Maze Master series, and it builds upon the Maze Master's books that have come before. Take this offering, get the maps you need, the rules for Dungeon Arena, a bonus Gladiator's Guide, and the very first podcast of the series. All of this is ready and waiting for you for less than you've ever imagined. Available now to you. Partake of a whole new way to play, an advanced way to play, the Iron Realm. (laughs) I'll see you in the arena of Oculara.